We're gabbing. Uh, uh, we're gabbing. We're gabbing. Uh, uh, we're gabbing. We're gabbing. Uh, uh, we're gabbing. All right. Welcome to Gabbing, everyone. Gabbing. With Gracie. And with Heather. Welcome, everybody. So let's start off with our roll call. Today, I have, I'm finishing up the bottle. It's a James Bell Red Blend. And uh, I had started drinking it earlier today with my dad. We did like a uh, sit outside and drink wine and eat cheese and crackers. We have a heater. Okay. Yeah. Like we have a heater and a gazebo. Okay. Very. Oh, very nice. I need bougie. my way up there. And I'm going back to an old favorite just because I cannot, as usual, be bothered with picking out. <laughs> Uh, wine. This is the Vino Verde Casal Garcia brand. Nice. Yes, Very nice. It is no longer summer, so I have to give up the rose. Girl, you can drink rose. I can. Is that a winner? I was told it's not in season, but I, I, I still see it in stock. So I... We're not wine snobs up in here. You do you. Thank God. And for our listeners, I'm using also a wannabe red solo cup because I just can't be bothered with washing my dish. I don't even have a straw. That is a wannabe red solo cup. Is that paper or is that actual plastic? Okay. I can't. I just can't. Now I feel you. (laughs) Ooh, today's episode um, is about our favorite holiday movies. Yeah. So we're recording this I'm very in the holidays. <laughs> yes. Hopefully it will be released for the holidays. Yeah. Let's see. We're such a mess. <laughs> we'll see how slow we are. So exactly. yeah. So since since it's we're in the middle of all like the like kind of wintry holidays, we wanted to go through and we've never talked about this before. Like I have no idea what you're gonna have on your list. I have no idea what is on your yeah. list either. So this is why I'm very excited because I realized yeah. earlier today we've never ever talked about our favorite holiday movies no we haven't and we've known each other for many many years so long and yeah. you know what's interesting is like we know that we watch holiday movies because it's kind of unavoidable like you'll come mm-hmm. across at least one movie throughout the season every year but it seems to be in general more prevalent like I'm talking to more people about holiday movies now than in the past and I have no idea why I don't know if it's an age thing or it's because every single media outlet out there seems producing movies. For instance, I got on HBO Max to put on one of the movies right now, and they have an original holiday movie, which I found interesting. Netflix does their own. I don't know about Hulu, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Hulu does their own. There you go. Yeah. And I think even like uh, Peacock, Discovery, plus like all I feel like Hallmark is the one that kicked it off and then Lifetime Mm -hmm. followed and Freeform followed yeah because when we were growing up there really was like more the classic things like it's a wonderful life Mm -hmm. a Charlie Brown Christmas one yeah the sound of music you're right it's not a holiday from what I can remember it's not a it's not about Christmas but because it's around the winter time that it just becomes associated. I don't know. Well, they always air it in like around the holidays, but like, I'm wondering if um, 
and now I want to go back and watch it because it's been quite a while since exactly me too but the big like um concert they do when they escape where they sing like Edelweiss and stuff is that like a holiday concert that they're putting on or is that just a random well geez because I feel like they had to put the concert but I don't like yeah what was it for yeah I just feel like you know the the soldiers or whatever were asking for it and then they planned their great escape I don't but it was winter time it was snowy outside yeah so it might have been like their winter festival or something like that um tradition we'll have to rewatch it yeah we'll have to find where it is and watch it but yeah so like when we were growing up there we were very limited on what we could watch like another one that I probably had growing up was I think it was called Meet John Doe and I'm talking like never heard this was like a black and white movie and I don't know if they used to show it during the holidays, but I kind of associate that one as one of those classic holiday movies. It was about like a homeless man who couldn't remember who he was or something. Um, so they called him John Doe. And it's, it kind of took place around the winter holidays and stuff. So um, I don't actually remember more. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so we really didn't have like the variety back then growing up in like the 80s and the 90s that like we have now. Now it's like, I think Hallmark puts out there's something like 20 White different Christmas. movies. There's oh, yeah, White Christmas. White Christmas. With Bing Crosby, if I'm not mistaken. And who else? Yes. Oh, have mercy. Um, so there is that, but for some reason yeah. that wasn't as in your face as the sound of music and anything religious, re- religion based. Yeah. Um, so interesting. Cause all, all I remember is just the sound of music and the Christmas story. Oh yeah. And I can't Christmas believe we didn't mention a Christmas story, exactly. but yeah, but if you think about all of those movies that we've just mentioned, those were made over decades where like now it's like every year right. there's more there's like a combined Christmas more of those yeah with Hallmark they start yeah. like I think they I, if I'm not mistaken and I'm sure someone will correct me on this a huge Hallmark fan they probably release one or two movies in July if not a handful like five of them and then you know just to like amp yeah. them up show old ones as well and then you know once I think November 1st hits yeah so yeah so it's just it's unlimited now and we even have international like when I was thinking about really what I like to watch like there's you can watch um I think on Netflix there's a tv show that I think it's got two seasons out I'm I'll have to see if they came out with season three this year that takes place in Norway and it's a it's I think it's called home for the holidays I believe is the name of it and they're the main character is a single woman who her family are all kind of paired up and so she like gets sick of being like the single child it's kind of like one of those movies there's like American versions of that but um movies or she says well, this is a TV show, but like there's, you think of like the holiday and movies like that where they're like, oh yeah, I have a boyfriend. And then they have to try to figure out somebody to bring home for, to like play that role as like their, their made up boyfriend yes, <laughs> or yes. girlfriend, which those are yeah. the best. Yeah. So there's, um, 
that's one example of like an international one that growing up, we wouldn't have just had, we wouldn't have had easy access to that. And I just saw a preview for one that's coming out in a couple of weeks called, I think it's called the Christmas snowstorm or something like that. And it looks really good, but I believe it takes place somewhere in Europe. Like I think maybe like the Netherlands or something. And it's basically the, the premises everybody's in this airport trying to travel and there's a huge snowstorm and so everybody gets stuck in the airport of course and so it's like all these individual oh stories going on of course yeah like so those, uh, those uh what is it valentine's day movies and cast members like famous people starring oh yeah i remember that so oh. yeah let's get started yeah, let's get started because yeah, we can go on and on. But exactly. just in general, there's a lot more access and a lot more uh, just like production of holiday related movies. There, and there's a lot more passion for it too. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. a, the, the, there's a space in everyone's heart for a cheesy holiday. Yeah, exactly. So do you want to go first? Um, I was going to ask you if you wanted to go first. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. I am very, very curious, Heather, to know. Oh, I am. I'm so curious. I don't even want to begin to guess. Um, I can go first. And so I'm going to start off with Thanksgiving. Um, which, Thanksgiving? Well, it is yeah, Thanksgiving. there's not like a whole lot of Thanksgiving type of movie. Um, or if they do, they cover things and Christmas or multiple holidays, like New Year's, things like that. But um, this first movie came out in 2012, and it is called Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And it has been a tradition every Thanksgiving to watch this movie with my mother. And since she has passed, I have continued on that that tradition to watch the movie on Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, so yeah. But what's it about? So it is. Um, an eager Thanksgiving parade coordinator. And so it's kind of like an enemies to lovers type of situation where there is like a Thanksgiving parade coordinator. He's very kind of quirky and she likes to like wear vintage clothing and she's like dating a marine biologist or something like that. She has to show this corporate guy around the inside and out of the Thanksgiving Day Parade in Chicago because he has come in to evaluate how the parade can be more cost effective and if they should even have the parade anymore. And so she's very like traditional history, like for the people and he's like very corporate. So they, they really clash at first and then I won't really go into it uh, (laughs) further, but it's it's a really fun movie. I believe it's on Amazon Prime, but I don't think it's Good. free. I think you have to pay for it. I gotta remember next year to check it out around Thanksgiving. I'm sure yeah. Thanksgiving Day itself would be a hassle, but like yeah, and I think they they play it on like Hallmark and places like that on TV because I know we've watched it there. I've been able to rent it from the local library, so there are ways to get it. But it's just fun. So it starts kind of like a few weeks before Thanksgiving and it ends at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Santa is involved because it's the Thanksgiving. And it's just like, it's really fun. And 
there's like a really cute scenes like well the fashion is really cool because she's really into vintage stuff yeah um as she explains in the movie that the reason why she likes vintage clothing is because her mother passed away when she was little and the dad in his grief gave away all her clothes so she feels like if she gets secondhand clothes that her mom might have worn that possibly someday she'll own clothing that her mother owned so it's like really sweet sweet. it's very heartwarming it is Um, very sweet I like that yeah yeah so it's it's a really cute movie and it's very sentimental Yes, it is very sentimental. But yeah, so I usually will, like, I'll watch the parades in the morning, and then in the afternoon, I'll watch this movie. That's good. That's the perfect, I think, yeah. Thanksgiving day. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to tell you mine. Um, and I actually have, like, I have, like I told you earlier, a couple of them, or a few of them, I'm not too sure if they could be considered holiday movies, but these two are considered holiday movies. And this is the actual order. Number one is Annie Claus is Coming to Town. Oh. This was released in 2011. I saw it on Freeform. I don't know if it's... It stars Mariah, Maria Thayer, Sam Page, and Vivica A. Fox. And it's about this girl who, obviously, her name is Annie Claus. She comes from the North Pole. She decides to venture out and just have some adventure, get to know the world out. She goes to California starts working at a a Christmas store, holiday store, and starts to develop feelings for the owner who only makes traditional toys, not into the digital stuff. An elf at the North Pole, you know, starts to like freak out, like, oh my God, this guy seems to be like the real deal. He's worried that she'll bring this guy into town, take over the position, which, you know, current Santa Claus is not thinking from what I remember resigning the role or anything but he he wants to position himself and then he gets in the way of certain things happening and I just genuinely love it because it's just it's actually great acting typically some of these holiday movies is not you know it's cheesy it's cheesy not to say that these actors are horrible actors it may be the direction it may be the writing who who knows but it's just so sweet so nice like everyone genuinely seems to be into what they're doing like the characters are just great like I just absolutely love it Vivica A. Fox has a daughter in the in the movie and I absolutely adore her I don't have an opportunity to see it all the time because I can't find it anywhere (laughs) it's really hard but if it ever does come across my plate I'll be looking so I just pulled this up because I was like I feel like I've seen this and I have and I absolutely loved it too it's uh, so yeah, it's really cute. Yes. And there's, so here's, this is a great example of like how many holiday movies there are too, because there are several movies that specifically are just about Santa's daughter. Of course. <laughs> so it's like, you want to think the original? Eh, maybe not. But like you get the right person to play, mm-hmm. you know, daughter clause and, and the soon to be, you know, in-law you're, you're just that yeah and she does a really good job like I remember as soon as I saw the actress's face I was like oh yeah she's fantastic she is she's really really good she played off the whole you know charming Annie Claus very very well you totally believe that she is an actual daughter yeah. all right 
what's your next one? Oh, sorry, I got distracted. I was looking up to see if it's part of Amazon Prime. It's not. Oh, yeah, it's not right now. I really wanted to watch. I check every year and it's just, oh, it says on IMDb, watch on Pixel. With yeah, it looks like you can do like a Pixel trial. I don't know what that is. Yeah, excuse me. Salud, that was you sneezing? No, it's cough. Oh. All right, so I love that we're like, not we're going a little bit farther back we're not doing like movies that came out like this year or last year at least so far so my second movie is last holiday starring queen latifah and what? oh my god ll cool j and timothy hutton wait wait, wait, wait. i've never heard of this movie last holiday I haven't heard of this movie i love this movie it's on, I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon Prime. Yes, yeah. I've seen this movie. I, I watch this every my... year. Oh, you do? Okay. I do. I watch it every year. I okay. think that Queen Latifah is fantastic. Right, right, and right. it takes place in a hotel in Europe. And like, I like to travel. And... Oh my God. You know what? I'm going to watch this. Yeah. I've seen it. Like, I remember watching this when it came out. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's from 2006. And just so people, if you haven't heard of it, um, Queen Latifah plays a woman that works at like a retail type of store in the cooking department. And she learns that she has a terminal illness. And she is the type of person that like she has like a possibilities finder where she keeps like all of the places that she would like to travel, like all of the food that she would like to eat and stuff like that. And she's always been like super responsible. Yeah. But like, she's always been like, well, I'm being responsible. I need to save my money. I need to not eat like all this fancy food. Like I need to like be practical. And then when she learns that she only has like weeks to live, she cashes in her IRA and she decides to go live life and do all of like all the things that like she hasn't done up until that point. So yeah, so it's called Last Holiday. And it's just it's very positive because it's like yeah, it's a it's like a great reminder. Yeah, you have to live your life like what's the point if you're not like doing the things that you want to be doing? You got to like it's kind of like that whole concept of instead of working um you work to live, not live to work. Yeah. So, yeah, but I watch this every year. <laughs> so what is your second one? My second one is, I think, not surprisingly, Elf with Will Ferrell, James <laughs> Conn, and Zoe Zaldana. Oh, my God. Wrong Zoe. Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> it's an easy enough mistake. Oh, my gosh. I, like, it's just... It's just laugh out loud funny. And every single time he gets hit by that taxi, I jump and and and, and I laugh. Like I yeah. can't help it. Like I, I can't help Will Ferrell. And <laughs> have you seen Elf on Broadway? No. No. I don't, I don't know if it's still out on Broadway. I did I even know? I don't know. There was like it's probably not out anymore. Like I know there was like maybe like five maybe to ten years ago. Um but yeah, I was just curious to see if you had seen it, if it was like better or not as good as no idea. the movie. I'm, you know, maybe I would have just said, 
no, I don't want, sometimes I don't. It's fair enough. Yes, yeah. All right. Okay, I feel like I should have known that you would have picked Elf, but I had no idea. Yeah, we're learning things, everybody. And and it reminded me of his most recent film with Ryan Reynolds, which I think we can talk about after. Yeah, I don't like. I know that there's a movie, but I don't know anything about it. I watched it. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So my next one to go with the holiday theme. <laughs> my next one is the holiday. With Cameron Diaz and oh, Kate Winslet. Oh God, was that on your list? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the thing, like, and this is why I, I said, okay, now, now we're going to get into the holiday rom com section. Like, this, I think this movie can definitely, because it's obviously around the holidays, like, yeah. it's set around that period of time. I think it's a great film. Yeah. I, I love it. And I'm so happy that you feel the same way. I personally would never think of Jack Black as a love interest, but he pulls it off. He really does. He really, really does. And it's such a great concept. Let's yeah. I feel like I feel like I mean maybe they yeah. said that. Oh, do they switch places? I can't remember that. I guess I should say in case people haven't watched it, where have you been? <laughs> the concept is that Cameron Diaz lives, lives in LA mm-hmm. and Kate Winslet lives in, I believe, Surrey, which is, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe that's like kind of like a suburb or like outside of London. It is. It's like country-ish. Yes. And uh, they decide that they both need to just kind of escape their lives. So they're, they're having like work and men issues. So they decide to swap homes for, I believe, two weeks. I think you're right. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the general concept. And it's got, as we said, Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, and then Jude Law, Jack Black. It's just like a, it's it's a fun movie. But yeah, I could totally see people not seeing it as a holiday movie, even though it kind of like, it hits both Christmas and New Year's. It does. But that's not a huge focus. I would say actually New Year's is more of a focus because they're like, they make a deal of, we have have to see each other. It's like, we have to see each other for New Year's. Okay. That's like the end of the movie, like, because they don't really focus on, they don't really talk about Christmas or anything, or like, I don't think they talk about Christmas, Hanukkah or any of those, but like, you know, it's like around. that time and then they go back and all see each other jude law has a daughter he has two daughters i think he might gift them something i've I've, I've, and that's like the only oh you know what you're right so yeah because they it's not really him it's cameron diaz i think gives them gifts isn't that right i I feel like there's a gift giving and that's and but that's it like you said. Yeah. But they do show them actually celebrating New Year's because they're like, do you want to like with one of the couples, they're like, do you want to, do you have a date for New Year's? Um, And then like the other person is like, well, it wouldn't make sense for me to leave before New Year's. So they all celebrate New Year's together. In London. Yeah. 
hot LA. Yeah, exactly. That's not very um yeah i'm going like a little old school with my movies i i ring it on hello so um, yeah this is another one elf. i watch every year elf came out in 2006 as well oh 2003 so there you go okay well i'll see your holiday rom-com and i'll add another holiday rom love actually <laughs> that is on my list that was going to be my next one <laughs> Which we have actually talked about before, if I'm not mistaken, because the one Probably. Alan Rickman was in this R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, and he did not play very. <laughs> yeah, we're not too happy with his behavior no. in that movie. <laughs> None whatsoever. It was just, it's oh my god, a lot of heartbreak in this movie. Movie. Yeah. And it talks, yeah, I love that it like talks about, like it not even like directly talks, but there's like so many different kinds of love. Mm-hmm. Like you have the mm-hmm. the friend love with Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson and uh, Liam Neeson. Right. And then you have like- um, The familial love. Yeah, like with her again and like her brother is- um, The prime minister. What is his name? The Prime Minister? Hugh Grant. Yeah. That's <laughs> the Prime Minister. <laughs> and also Liam Neeson and his son. I forgot the yes, name. Yes, his his stepson, which that's a really beautiful yes. relationship right there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then, then the weird uh, friendship. Oh the like love triangle. Yes. Yes. And then yeah. wait, but what was their connection? Andrew Lincoln, Kira Knightley, and uh, she would tell as you before. Was so Peter, yeah, Peter, Mark, and Juliet. Yeah, because Peter and Mark are best friends. And then um, Juliet married at the beginning. And so I'm trying to think, Andrew Colin Lincoln. How can I forget about Colin Firth? Oh. How did you forget about? Oh, the love so of my British life. They're kind of all at the wedding. Like Colin Firth. And, um, oh my god because if you remember he was at their wedding and then between the wedding and the ceremony and the reception he goes back and finds his brother sleeping with his girlfriend yes yeah yes. and then she and then he winds up falling in love with the girl who doesn't speak um english very yeah. well she's from portugal yeah oh, goodness gracious and now i'm yeah. looking um martin freeman th- 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 this is the beginning of all of those huge c- celebrities yeah yeah like there's so many people that Gosh. yes were either like famous in the uk at the time but like just starting to become famous and like in other countries or this made them famous probably. yeah or this made them right. famous yeah because yeah, big time yeah um, there's so many people yeah, that you just love Lincoln. in this movie. Andrew Lincoln. I had no idea who he was before this movie. Yeah, because this was before he did um, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And I remember like when I started watching The work- Walking Dead being so weirded out with his like Southern accent. <laughs> like, that's the dude. Didn't know that he was British. <laughs> when they heard oh. him with the British accent, they were freaking out. They were like, wait, what? I knew, because I was like, that's the dude from Love Actually. What is exactly. happening right now? <laughs> exactly. And who else is in this? Bill Nighy, who plays 
the musician, the old musician. I have to do oh, oh yeah. Yes. I don't know why my brain just stopped real. That's okay. Like and he's in like everything. He's in like Hot Fuzz, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Hot Fuzz is a good movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, and then his, the love for his manager. Yeah. So that was another Great like friendship where he's like, you're the, you're the love of my life. And mm-hmm. um, he didn't mean it in a, like a romantic way or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But like, that's, that's really a type of relationship that you don't talk about where like, if you're working with someone your whole career, there's going to be that love and that like intimacy and like trust and stuff. Um, Yeah. There's just so many like great people in this and so many like different storylines that cover different things. Exactly. It does cover a lot of things. Like Laurel Linney and her brother, that guy wasn't good enough for her. Oh oh my God. But he was so hot. Oh God. Oh. his soul was not anyhow it's just and yeah. just like looking through it all I'm like oh my god it it, it it you know it is a sad it is a sad movie it is there's a lot of like sad things going on there's people dying there's people hard to um, yeah like their relationships being torn apart through infidelity Family. Um, oh my gosh oh my gosh like the the um the Joni Mitchell scene. Yes, that's what I was waiting. I want. I didn't want to interrupt, but that that whole Emma Thompson he gifted, he gifted her Joni Mitchell and how apropos because she needed to hear that fucking song so that she could cry it out and then she could hold it together for her children. Yeah, because she immediately goes out and like yes, like as if nothing. Let's go. Yeah, and then. At the at the school, she does the same thing where like she's like confronting him about his mm-hmm. infidelity and how he's made her a fool and everything mm-hmm. and made their relationship a fool. And then she like turns around and is like, let's go get some ice cream, like to her yes. kids. Like, yes. Because you gotta be a mom even when your life is falling apart. Broken. And like I knew of Joni Mitchell, but I I don't I don't think, you know, to be honest, that I've ever heard her music I know she's a big popular person and mm-hmm. when I heard that song I was just like oh my god that scene was just gut-wrenching like this is a holiday film oh my god <laughs> and Joni Mitchell knows that pain because um I'm I hope I'm not getting this wrong I believe that Joni Mitchell uh was pregnant where they took her baby away oh, and so goodness. she didn't have access to her daughter for years and years and years and eventually later on when her daughter was an adult, she did finally get to like be reconnected with her and stuff. But like, I feel like that was part of like why you can feel that like agony in her music so yes. well. Oh my God. I didn't know that. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. I'll have to fact check that before it comes to the episode, but I believe that's the case. Clarifying note right here. While I said that she was forced to have her child taken away, in actuality, she gave her child up for adoption but it was because she could not afford to take care of her okay because she basically stopped writing when she met her daughter because she's like I'm happy. i don't have that pain anymore wow that's a yeah. that's i don't yeah. want to say amazing like i don't want her pain to be amazing but like yeah. it's a, a lot of people's pain produces a lot of great work yeah yeah mm. Mm. Right. And how cute was Martin Freeman and Joanna Page where they met? Oh my God. 
yes. filming movies where they were like, I don't even know what you would call them. The stand-in, the naked stand-ins for like so, for... free for setting up the stage, the scenes or something. The stunt person? No, because it's not really. Because they weren't actually being filmed, I don't think. I think they were just like there so that the lighting for like the scenes and stuff could could be like set up properly. If anybody knows what this is. What job is this? Please let us know. Yeah. It's probably said in the film and we just don't remember whatsoever. Yeah. But, yeah. But basically they have to be naked. How the actors would be naked so that the lighting and the everything can be set up properly so that when the actors go in. Yeah. They don't have much to do. I'm just going to call them staging stand-ins or something like that. Yeah. They're doubles. They're doubles? I don't know. Like, because they're not like, um, they're not actually filming them, I don't think, unless I forget that. Yeah. Because they, I didn't think they were, but maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. Now I need to rewatch the movie because, like, I feel like, yeah, maybe all of the ones we've been talking about. Yeah. Because maybe they were actually stand ins for, um, like, body doubles for, like, the naked scenes. But I thought that, um, they weren't recording them, but yeah. But it was it's like such a funny, I feel like it gives you insight on how a, like movies are. Because you always hear from actors that the sex scenes are like the least sexy thing. Yeah, like there's a lot of work. Yeah, and it's... I mean, yeah. hello, when you think about it, they probably shouldn't be thinking that it's a sex play. Right. <laughs> but like this, this kind of shows that because they're like, naked on top of each other and they're like complaining about the traffic exactly the weather like yeah but they were such a cute couple i need to watch this movie again because i just forgot like all of the connections so there's so many i know it's like that's what i loved about them yeah you just it's 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 like you never know who you know exactly yeah it really is so that was so that was yours but that that was that was ours yeah, because I was actually going to say that one next. So that's your, that would have been your number four. And that's my number. Who did I say? I said, any clause, elf, love actually. Yeah. So let's go to you again for your fourth, because I only have one more. Um, Another, okay. Now this movie, you said, um, what was the first one? I'm already forgetting. Oh. Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. The last, last holiday. Day. The holiday. The holiday. And, and then love. love, actually. Okay, so my fourth one that I associate with Christmas, the holidays, even though it's not specifically filmed during that season, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say mm-hmm. Thanksgiving to New Year's, is Bridget Jones's Diary. Oh, that's a good one. But it's not. Help but me out. you know what? I feel I like it's a holiday movie. I wouldn't have thought about it as a holiday movie. But one, I feel like if there's a movie that you traditionally will watch during the holidays, then it's a holiday. But also, they do have holiday scenes because remember, there's like the ugly jumper. Yes, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of scenes yeah. during the cold season yeah because they kind of grew up together and so like there's scenes of them going back to their families for like holiday parties and things like that and also like I feel like it starts in the winter 
it goes through the summer and then it like ends in the winter because she's running around butt naked in the cold. Yeah, that sounds right. All right, so it's Bridget Jones's yeah. diary, and I feel like everyone should know who Bridget Jones is. Yeah, like uh, Colin Firth and Hugh Grant and Renee Zellweger. Yeah, and then and, and the guy from Battlestar Galactica. I'm drawing a blank, and the and Moni Myrtle. <laughs> James, oh. Cahill, James Cahill and oh my you're right I forgot that was Moaning Myrtle Moaning Myrtle is everyone the name because I feel really really bad that I do not remember I believe it is Jane Bridget can't write for the love of God Bridget diary um because he's from Battlestar Galactica and I love him heck yeah uh 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 Shirley Henderson Jude also Moaning Myrtle and James Callis plays Tom. Yeah. They are friends, and he's from Battlestar Galactica. They are friends yeah. with Bridget as and, well. Sally yeah. Phillips plays Shaza. And what's interesting, because I don't know if you've been, if you're caught up with the Austin Mondays, we've been watching. I, I, uh, no, okay. We've been participating <laughs> in something called Austin Mondays, where the Rosenbach, a, a museum in Philadelphia has been discussing Pride and Prejudice every Monday. And so one of the things that they talked about one week was how adaptations of um, Pride and Prejudice, which for those that don't know, Bridget Jones' Diary is a modern adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. Very good. Very good. Modern. um, There's that scene where Colin Firth and Hugh Grant fight and there's like a, it's like at a fountain, so they get all wet and stuff. That is directly put in there because of the 1995 uh, miniseries of, yes. yeah, BBC, um, PBS miniseries of Pride and Prejudice, where you have that scene of Colin Firth as Mr. Darcy coming out of the lake. Tormented, well, that, tormented yeah. love. Yeah, so that's, that scene does not actually take place in the book, but that putting that in that mini series, that scene has created an homage. Yeah. But it has like created a significant, like, um, what's the word I want? It's made it like a, it's almost made it like it's canon, even though it's not in the book where now when you have other adaptations since that took place, anything post 1995, there will be that type of scene in it. So the fight where they're fighting in the fountain is pointing back to that scene from the 1995 version. It's just amazing how how much, after all this time, we've yet to sit down and just talk about that movie, that, that miniseries, essentially. We could do our own podcast about it. We could totally do our own podcast about it. Um, it defined so much and that's why it's so hard to escape thinking of pride and prejudice in the visual format you know movie mm-hmm. television outside of uh, outside of the 1995 version because it's just so yeah. amazing i'm glad you said defining because that's that's a good way to put it like that scene of him coming out of the water being tortured as you stated is a defining characteristic of pride and prejudice like in general now, even though that scene is not in the movie, like that, or is not in the book, like that movie and that scene has changed what Pride and Prejudice is. So that now if you had Pride and Prejudice, 
an adaptation, you can't not have that scene. People would be like, wait, well, what about the scene where he's, and somebody could argue, well, that's not in the book, but it doesn't matter. Like people need that to be in there because it's so important now. People need that to be in there. And of course we're getting off topic (laughs) and this should probably be held off until we talk about Pride and Prejudice. It's just, it's, it's everywhere. But yeah, you know, it's everywhere. The is, is that it's, you know, it's the, it's like a personification. Is that the right word of his torment? Because, you know, we're yeah. reading about it. And both you and I have talked about how we read the book first time. And we were like, oh, you know, like, understand it. Because the language was too. I mean, I was 13, 14 years old when I started reading it. So was I. I think I was 14. And it's like, okay, I understand then that he I think I understand that he's actually in love with her but 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 just see him having to like cleanse himself of this feeling was enough to be like damn he's he's really really feeling her he really loves her he really cares about her and and that and obviously he's a he's a good-looking man and he's wet so (laughs) that's that as well Thank you, Colin Firth, and thank you to the casting director. Yes, forever grateful. Cheers to Colin Firth. Cheers. We love you. We love you. And I think now we can... Yeah. So, yeah, I actually wish I would have, like, researched this a little bit more. I'm a little unprepared. Um, But... Now you're me. (laughs) Because, like, I haven't really, like, paid attention to what I'm about to talk about since last year. Because it's, because it's not, I don't think that I can view, I think it may be started, um, but I can't view this years yet. So, what my fifth one is, is actually a TV show. And uh, it's, in general, they just refer to it as the Danish calendar. And what it is, is that every year on, um, I believe, this is where I should have researched it more. I believe in Denmark, they have two major television networks. And so each year they rotate back and forth on which network gets to do the, the Danish calendar. And it is basically, I believe it's 30 days. Um, so I think they would have started it. December 2nd. They would have started it in like November or something like that. But like they'll have little, like I can't remember if they're 15 or like 20 minute clips of like this TV show. Um, And it's geared towards kids. So I can actually go on and watch it. Um, It's a combination of in English and in Danish. And there's always like a general theme of you have these elves which, and in uh, Danish culture, elves are not like the, the elves that we have here. Elves are like more like tricksters, troublemakers mm. in Danish culture. So you have these elves that are, that are just like kind of causing trouble. So every year they have like, it has like a different name. It has a different kind of like plot line and it's considered for kids, like I said, but um, it's like tradition for like families to sit down and, and watch um this like each day uh I think it comes out like right after dinner or something like that and uh so after I had gone to Denmark I started watching it those after school yeah I mean kind of the same kind of concept but it's always like a holiday type of thing um 
where like there's some kind of plot going on and these like elves they go and they they're, they're causing trouble <laughs> and if I'm remembering it correctly usually like the elves speak in English and then the other characters speak in Danish so you can kind of like you can't figure out word for word what's going on but you can understand enough of it through like the actual visual scenes and what the elves are saying to follow along so yeah how does it usually end oh i mean it's always like a happy ending okay because it's for kids it's for kids okay that also just causing trouble okay um but yeah and it's not a cartoon or anything it is live action um and you can usually watch them on YouTube, but you kind of have to wait till after it's done airing to be able to watch it. Okay. So I usually watch it like January, November, or January, February. I can usually it's like watch it. It's like a really great concept that maybe. Yeah, because, uh, well, like in Danish culture, it's very important to like do things as a family. So it's kind of like a family thing. It's kind of like, and I actually, I'm going to throw in an honorable mention. Ooh. It's kind of like the Doctor Who Christmas special, oh. where like you have Christmas dinner in the UK, okay. and then you will watch the Doctor Who Christmas special as a family. Okay. Yeah, I should have thought about Doctor Who. I haven't watched the Christmas special in a couple of years because I haven't had BBC America to watch it. But I was pretty faithful about like getting home from dinner at my dad's to watch it. <laughs> I long time. I think they got a new doctor. They did. They did get a new doctor, and I still have just no interest in. People are interested in that sort of thing. Calendar. Yeah, you can look up Danish calendar, and um, I don't think I did Google it, and I don't think they have the name of this year's yet. Okay. And I hope I'm remembering it enough. I think it's like every day. That's I don't think it's hot. Yeah, now I'm wondering if I'm wrong. Maybe it's weekly. Let me see if I can see how many episodes. Oh, well, it says 24 episodes. Okay. So maybe that's it. Maybe it goes from, you know, I bet it starts December 1st and it ends on Christmas Eve because okay. Christmas Eve is like the big yeah. day to celebrate in Denmark. Yeah, and then um, Christmas Day, exchange of presents to do that and I think they do that on Christmas Eve if I'm remembering yeah but yeah so it's 24 episodes but they're really short episodes so when you go on to YouTube they have them all together so that you don't have to find each episode that's good that's very nice of them but yeah they don't have this year's but um they have last year's and the description says Mia, Johan, Noor and Elias participate in an astro camp, which is a science course with a focus on astrophysics. But something goes wrong, and Mia and Johans are teleported to the distant planet nine. So now it's time to work together to get them home. It does sound like Doctor. Um, but yeah, so the issue will be like the elves must have had something to do with what's going on. Because so. they're up to no good. Last year's episode looks more high quality. <laughs> the previous ones I've seen I don't think I watched last year's now that I'm looking at this okay well that'll give you something to do yeah but yeah so it's I'm I know they have it on YouTube but I as far as I know they haven't put it on like the meeting the major streaming platforms I wonder if they will at some point 
just because you are seeing more and more um, international. international movies and television shows and stuff. And especially Denmark has like some pretty popular uh, TV shows that you can watch on like Netflix and Hulu and stuff now. Okay. I'm still working on the American. The, I know. The most, the most um, overseas I've seen recently is just two episodes on Tierra Incognita, which came out just in time or actually in October for Halloween and I've just but it looks good I just can't yeah you know moving it along I know there's we don't have enough time if somebody wants to like pay us to catch up on tv and why not please please do we'll talk about it but I mean I obviously have to stand up to use the bathroom but yes and and yeah (laughs) if you're interested in um like police procedural type of stuff um there's a uh, a TV show called The Bridge, and there's a Danish version and a, an American version. The Bridge. Yeah, so like it's basically there's a bridge connecting Denmark and Sweden. Um, and did you see the American version? No, but it sounds familiar. Now, okay. Netflix. Um, probably. I think probably both or one of them is on Netflix. Because, like, basically someone is murdered right where the bridge uh, divides Denmark and Sweden. And so police from both countries have to investigate it. So the American version is the same thing, but it's between the United States and Mexico. And so you have to have two. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, because we do have. Hello. uh, We do have a bridge. We have bridges that go to Canada, too. But yeah, so the American version, it's like somebody gets killed or murdered, like right on the dividing line. And so like a Mexican police officer and I guess a Texan, I can't remember what state it is, but they have to join forces to investigate what's going on and stuff. Texan. Texan, I don't know. Texas, New Mexico, one of one of those border states. (laughs) I can't remember. It's been a hot minute. But yeah, but it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, do you have any honorable mentions? I don't have, well, well, I, I should use this time to talk about um, two, actually three, but I can't remember. I'll throw in for some reason, I think. I feel like that's probably a holiday movie for a lot of people. Because she does make an emphasis, have the holiday break. I saw spirited with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds yes okay that's what it was called I haven't seen it yet and it's a musical and I did spend most of my time on my phone so and I realized it and I said okay I guess this isn't as good as I thought it would be and there's actually too much singing and for me musicals there's just never enough it's Ryan Reynolds and it's Will Ferrell right so it should be an automatic like automatically laughing your ass off but Mm -hmm. I didn't find myself that often and they broke in my opinion into song like a little but at the end I winded up actually liking it so I don't don't know me um and also I am her name because she mentioned Octavia oh my gosh I love her I was like I have to her name so Um, I would watch that just because you said Octavia Spencer's in it no she's like she's fantastic and she has her I did not know that she could sing I was like okay girl and then the other movie that I saw recently that's new is the Noel Diary 
on Netflix. I started to watch that. I have I, to finish. I actually really liked it. And, you know, I told the hubby, please, let's watch a holiday movie. So I wanted to watch a, a, just a holiday movie in, yeah. in the movie. He was objected. And he watched it with me. And he actually enjoyed it, too. Justin Hartley, star, it stars him, as well as uh, Barrett Doss, James Remar, and sorry, last name, and Bonnie Bedelia. And it was, it was good. Oh, and Essence Atkins is in this too, which was a nice little surprise because um, it was good. Like, I definitely think you should finish watching it. Uh I feel like in time, that might be like a favorite also. All right. Yeah. I didn't stop watching it on purpose. I was watching it and my neighbor walked into my house and started talking to me. I can only imagine which one it is. Um, <laughs> it's not heavy on the romance, but which is fine. Not all Hollywood, but it's 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 good. And you know, very they are very good actors, and they acted it out very well. And if you have any honorable mentions, please go ahead. There's another one that I really like that I've seen this year. There's all uh, all starring Lettucey that was on Hallmark. That was pretty cute. But there was one that I liked that was kind of like. I feel like Annie Claus and that this corporate for this major toy company and they have to start cutting which department it is, but she has to go what he's doing because his store is the one that's always selling them. That that was, I I actually liked that one, but for whatever reason, I can't remember looking it up. You just reminded me of, there is a movie I'm looking up to see what it's called. Jolly Good Christmas set in London. I mean, that one was pretty good. I want to see Inventing the Christmas Prince. This is all on All Saints. Three Wise Men and a Baby. Cute. You can't take these things seriously. So if you're like, Gracie, I can't believe it. Hello to each their own. But they're not that bad. Well, there's so many like just fun, um, like prince and princess related ones. Like there's those cheesy princess switch movies. You know, th- there was a good one on Netflix that I saw with um, oh geez, Louise, Vampire Diaries isn't bad. Go all the way back, and it's like an advent calendar. I felt like that was different, and that was. Oh uh, yeah, that one was cute. I remember seeing that a couple years ago. Okay, the one I'm thinking of is from 2020, and it's called Operation Christmas Drop, and that would be I would. I definitely give that one an honorable mention. Um, oh, are you looking uh, it up right now? I, yeah, because I'm on I'm, I'm on her IMDb. I wanted to watch that and I forgot about it. Okay, thank you, thank you. Gonna check it out. It uh-huh. is a little bit weird because it takes place somewhere tropical. <laughs> I can't remember. Sorry to interrupt, but the holiday calendar, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, that was cute. That's where she, like, there's, like, it's a big, like, um, advent calendar, right? Yes. That she doesn't know who gave it to her. Yes. Yeah, that one was really cute. Yeah, like, I think it's, like. Inherits the calendar. Okay, now I lost my my train of thought. Or not my train of where I was. There's just so many different holiday-related movies that are, like, so different that, like, no matter what kind of movies you like, you're, you're sure to find one that uh, will work for you. I hope I can find. I mean, if you're into animals, there's like tons of like oh ones God. that deal with animals. There's the, there's actually a corgi that I want to see. I just want to see the corgi. There's one that's like a Pride and Prejudice related animal one. What is that called? 
Can't wait to see. Christmas at Pembroke. Yeah, that's one. I have seen that. That was cute. I'm going to get on where I should have been. DVR. But yeah, like if you guys are into holiday movies, let us know which ones are your like must watch yeah. every season. I found the Pride and Prejudice one. It's called Unleashing Mr. Darcy. Oh, so it's around dog shows. He's Mr. Darcy is a judge. Okay. For a dog show. I feel like Darcy oh, yeah. should be judging dogs. That seems that tracks. Yes, that totally yeah. tracks. I cannot believe that I am unable to this what where the heck did i see it christmas in toyland thank you jesus okay <laughs> christmas i don't toyland. i don't think i've seen that one i'm looking it's it up right now one it was released this year on hallmark it states that it is a toy store data analyst that's what she is tries to save hundreds of jobs right before keep the in-store experience alive the lead cast is vanessa lengis i hope i'm not uh jesse kutch that doesn't seem like the right person jesse hutch doesn't look like him but maybe that's says he plays grant yes yeah that's him wow his picture I here is very very different like he looks way better in the show or the movie i should say than uh in that picture yeah one more holiday mentioned now that i'm looking okay. at my list sister swap a homecoming holiday with actual sisters and i did not know that they were sisters sister swap. kimberly williams paisley she's married to brad paisley and the sister in the movie and in real life is Ashley Williams. I had no idea they were related. Oh, yes. Okay, so so Kimberly Williams Paisley is in a lot of like Hallmark music. I like her. They have their set actors and actresses. Yeah. So yeah, like let us know on social media, like what are the movies that are must watch for you during the holidays? Um, and what are some new ones? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm always looking for a good holiday movie. Exactly. And if there's any new ones that you're excited to, to check out, keep us posted. Everyone have a good evening, good day, however. Um, and thanks for listening it's to great. Gavin. Gavin. Yeah. We're Gavin. Uh, uh, we're Gavin. We're Gavin. Uh, uh, we're Gavin. We're Gavin. Uh, uh, we're Gavin. <laughs>